Hello guys, welcome to another drive with me, Tifa, and you're listening to That Girl once again. Thank you all for tuning in for another episode, another drive. <laughs> um, today I am driving to school to do some homework and study for a uh, a quiz I have today and um, I was listening I was listening to the singles podcast and uh, I was recording or I was listening and I was editing it and we come to this story about my past and I'm very sensitive about my past and I'm actually very sensitive about the story that I was talking about and when I was telling it I felt as if I wasn't allowed to tell my story there are a lot of like jokes or a lot of things that were going on and people weren't listening to me um and I still persevered and I pushed and I pushed and forced myself to still tell my story. Um, when obviously it didn't really seem like it was the best time or the best environment to do so. And when I went back and listened to it, I could still hear it. I could hear what I feel was like people, the people who were there not really wanting to hear the story. and. I could be being extremely sensitive to it. It's my story and I'm very sensitive to this story. But definitely what I heard was people not really wanting to listen to it. And that made me very sensitive. I think that especially with the story that I was sharing, um, because in the time that it was going on, no one wanted to listen either. It made me even more sensitive. So then I... I kind of wanted to see what was going on, but first I wanted to see if, I don't even want to lie. I wanted to find a way to see why they did it. (laughs) So, um, the first thing I asked was in the group chat was, was there any advice that they would give me? And the advice that they gave me was some things that I was kind of thinking myself um, was that that it wanted, they wanted the conversations to be more focused and they wanted there to be more questions. And I do agree with that. I do agree that, you know, there could have been more questions and focus and there was definitely a lot of tangents that were going on. But I'm a tangent person. <laughs> That's just my personality, honestly. I mean, obviously here I am going on a tangent from a tangent. Um, so I don't really mind tangents because I think that they give you backstory a little bit I think that they give you more time to get to know a person and it feels more personal and not like I'm just sitting and asking a whole bunch of questions and asking everyone to answer them I don't ever want it to be like that for my podcast um I want it to be something where everybody's story is heard and even if we're just talking about being single I want us to talk about our experiences you know not just what are we looking for? What do we want to be? You know, what are, I want to talk about our experiences, our days that went wrong, days that went right, relationships that went wrong. Where does that put you? How are you in 
what state are you in do you like dating you know so some of them are questions but some of them I want to be something that kind of grows organically so I understand what they were saying completely but I don't know when they said it to me it felt like in an attack and it was probably because I was already sensitive after hearing um what I felt like was a blatant disregard for my story and um I took it very sensitively so I then was like you know I can't manipulate the situation I just need to say what I say so then I asked what I wanted to ask which was you know hey I was listening back to it and it kind of seemed like you guys didn't want to hear my story so is that something that is going on is that like a thing where you don't want to when I was asking questions that you want me to have more of a roll backwards or did was it something you know what was going on and you know one of the guys posted and they said that they didn't even notice and um i said okay well i'm actually and there was other conversations in between and i said well i think i'm gonna delete it and i am um just because i i don't think that it fits and that and that story for me is very personal and i don't mind sharing it but I kind of want to give it the weight that it's due and not pretend like it was is like I'll laugh about it but it's not something that's laughable um and I just I guess I just I personally felt that I wasn't giving the compassion that I deserved for my story um I felt like I wasn't given I wasn't given the chance to tell it. I wasn't given the respect to tell it. And that's my feeling. And other people may have seen it completely different. I know one guy said, you know, that he just can't hear that story without laughing. And I'm just like, okay. That's fine. Um, but it made me go back into looking at why I feel certain ways sometimes um and to re to go on the topic I talked about which is my codependency and I mention it a lot and lately I have been in a very um sour (laughs) mood very down and I feel as if my codependency is kind of I guess the word would be flaring up in my mind that would be how I would describe it it's kind of coming back in full force and i'm starting to worry about what random people think about me and how my self-worth or my podcast or whatever um has value in other people's opinions and i don't mean it in the mean sense but it should only have value in how i see it it's my podcast it goes the way that I want it to go. It grows the way that I want it to grow. And if someone doesn't get that or someone disagrees with it or someone doesn't understand it, then that's not on me and I don't have to take it personally. And also it's a, a person's opinion and I can't take it as if they are saying that they don't like me. And that's what happens sometimes when I say criticism. I sh- should have been able to take their criticism and take the parts out of it that I felt were helpful and ignore the rest of it that I felt didn't apply to me that's usually how advice works you take the part that you think is beneficial and you apply that and then the part that you felt as if 
it wasn't you just simply ignore and so I wasn't able to do that and it felt like an attack it felt like someone was saying your podcast is horrible and I didn't like it and you're shitty and you should have did this better to make your podcast better and it was just and that's not what they said at all but that's what it's like that is what it is like for me um I mean I do spend a a good amount of my life under fire and I spend a good amount of my life with a lot of people telling me what's wrong with me and a lot of negative things and that definitely is hard but part of that is on me I have to be I have to be okay in myself and know that there is nothing wrong with me and I am perfectly fine the way that I am and um I don't need anyone else's approval and it's okay if someone doesn't like my podcast or doesn't think that it went the right way and it's okay if I disagree with them and think that it went fine or it's okay if I'm in the middle and those are things that I struggle with and those are things that I struggle with in part due to my codependency and kind of getting my self-worth self-worth through other people so that is what we're going to talk about today I went and told that whole story kind of just to give you some background information on kind of the struggle that I go through a little bit um sometimes on an everyday basis sometimes not so that is partly what I go through um So the first thing I really want to do is define it. And I've been looking and searching for the right definition to describe this. And it's it's like I can't find it. I can't find the perfect way to do it. And so I'm going to go off of one definition that I have found. And some characteristics for you. This is a truly unreliable source. But I just want to get like a a short synopsis of it to be able to describe it. So, codependency is a behavioral condition in a relationship where one person enables another person's addictions. Poor mental health, immaturity, irresponsibility, or underachievement. Among the core characteristics of codependency is excessive reliance on people for approval and a sense of identity. Definition of codependence vary, but is generally defined as subclinical, situational, and or episodic behavior condition. So that part I don't agree with. Um, And if you read it in other aspects, they consider it to be um, close to like a... um, personality disorder where your personality I guess change is complicated it's describing it in terms like I have a book called codependency no more that I've read um with my therapist asked me to read and I did and it's and I went through the book and I was trying to find like this one solid definition and there isn't really one solid definition to describe it which is frustrating Because how am I supposed to tell people that I have this thing and this is what it is if I can't describe it and give a clear definition? But nonetheless, 
so then we go into some characteristics and that was kind of what I really wanted to get into um they talk about when codependency was proposed and um some of the signs so when it was originally found they marked the disorder with um, continued investment of self-esteem and the ability to control both oneself and others in the face of serious adverse consequences. Assumption of responsibility for meeting others' needs to the exclusion of acknowledging one's own. Anxiety and boundary distortions around intimacy and separation. That one is 100% me to the fullest. Enmeshment in a relationship with personality disordered chemically dependent or other codependent or immensely disordered individuals three or more of the following excessive reliance on denial i really don't have that one constriction of emotions with or without dramatic outbursts i have that one depression yes hypervigilance eh. compulsions probably anxiety 100 substance abuse no i actually stay away from substances just because of that reason has been or is a victim of recurrent physical or sexual abuse stress related medical illness has remained in a primary relationship with an active substance abuser for at least two years without seeking outside help um it has not been included in the dsm yet but it is definitely something that is difficult and that kind of gives you guys some examples so i want to go back to some of them and kind of define them a little bit more maybe not for every codependent but definitely for myself um reliance on self-esteem so basically for me i get my self-worth from other people so i wasn't in my case i don't think that i was raised in an environment that was conducive to developing a self-esteem or developing a self-worth. I grew up with um, negativity would be the most basic way I can explain that. I grew up with a lot of negativity, um, a lot of people who had their own issues, their own self-esteem issues. I grew up in um, an abusive household. I grew up with my own abuse um, that I suffered, not just the abuse that I've experienced. I grew up with an alcoholic in my household. I grew up with many people in my life who didn't, who have anger issues. Um, I feel like I grew up with one parent who couldn't be there emotionally all the time and then I grew up with another parent who could be there emotionally too much and was too emotionally reliant so it was I grew up in a very interesting environment and household and that also plays into um plays a part into my insecure attachment issues that I have as well um but basically I if someone says that I'm awesome I feel like I'm awesome and if someone says that I am shitty I feel like I am shitty and if I'm in a relationship then myself and I'm a very very independent person but my 
sense of self starts to get warped into the other sense of selves for other people. So that's very difficult to deal with and to handle sometimes. Um, They talked about um, in relationships how that kind of the boundary gets warped. I don't remember where it was at. But they talk about where the boundary... You don't have any real boundaries. You have a warped sense of boundaries. Oh, there we go. Anxiety and boundary distortion around intimacy and separation. So, I would also classify myself as having abandonment issues as well. um, Which just adds to the codependency to me, it feels. Um, But, I don't have boundaries like when when I'm in a relationship it's kind of almost as if that that wall that you're supposed to still have like you're obviously it's it'll be like when you're in a relationship the two walls come together right and they're attached to each other for me it's almost as if my wall just disappears and somehow finds its way into the other person's wall or their wall comes crashing into me it's complicated but I'm trying to give like the best explanation that I can um when a person breaks up with me it doesn't feel like they are saying that they can no longer handle or deal with a situation It, it feels like a complete rejection of myself and not in a healthy way. It feels like I am wrong and they're saying something is wrong with me and I will never be okay and no one will ever love me because look, there's this one person and they won't love me and obviously there's something wrong with me and they don't want to be with me and there's I'm horrible. And those are all the things that go through my head just from like a breakup. The same thing with friends. Um, when friends decide that they don't want to be my friend anymore, it's it's the same thing. Um how you know I don't I'm horrible and they left me because I'm horrible and I'm not deserving and I deserve to be sad and I deserve to be alone and there's nothing yada 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 that those are the things that kind of go through my mind when I do that and so like I get serious anxiety when I think that a person is going to leave me and which is weird because then I enact I then act as a person that that person wants to leave but it becomes really complicated I basically need to be needed I spend a good deal of my life taking care of other people and having that define me so I never even though I'm an independent person a part of me has never lived independently of part of my self-esteem or my self-worth no matter how I can take how well I can take care of myself financially um, or be alone, a part of my self-worth has always been attached to how much a person needs me or doesn't need me or wants me. And if a person tells me that they don't want me or need me, then I instantly feel that I am wrong and that there is something wrong with me. And that gets into really smaller situations too. So if we're just talking like... um. If we're just talking like work, I have actually had a conversation with my therapist about that and saying that, you know, um, I find that it's harder for me to 
handle or to deal with it at work i find myself wanting to because i am alone right now i don't really have friends i definitely don't have a best friend for real for real and um i find myself because i'm so excited that people want to talk to me meshing and once again not establishing my boundary and so it's a constant constant annoying frustrating bad battle that goes back and forth and i feel like recently it has flared up i always want to make people happy um with me in general i take on people's personal struggles as if they're my own i take on people's personal fights as if they're my own and i do it to and like it says i do it to the exclusion of acknowledging my own needs and my own desires and it's very detrimental um, for me. I take things really personally sometimes. I take that what someone says about something as if they're saying something about me. So if you say, oh, I don't like your shirt, whatever, that's fine. Sometimes it may feel to me that you're saying that you think that I'm ugly and you don't like anything about me. And I'm laughing because it's not funny, but that's really, truly what it feels like to me. Sometimes it's so personal. It's so painful. It's such a difficult thing to deal with. Um, Then we talk about like the constriction of emotions which I also do quite often. I don't talk about how I feel. And some people may feel like I talk about how I feel too much, but I think that my thing is I always touch the surface. I never can really say to someone, you hurt me and it broke me. And like, I can't even tell the people I was in the the we were recording a singles podcast that it hurt me that they kept interrupting my story and that was a very personal story and I feel like it was rude and I wish that they would have listened more to it instead of interjecting a lot um I can't even say that to them I can say it on this podcast because I'm pretty sure most of them won't listen anyways but more importantly it's not to them and I don't have to deal with the backlash or them telling me that my feelings aren't valid and that is where the next part comes in i grew up in a place where my feelings were never valid if i felt some way it was never oh i'm sorry that you feel this way it was oh but you make me feel this way but oh but you did this and oh that you did that and i never could stand the ground of my feelings my feelings always had to be turned into how it makes someone else feel and so that's also really difficult to deal with when you're not able to express how you feel you're not able to tell people that they hurt you and you at a young age learn that this is just what it's going to be and you need to accept it that is so detrimental to one person's self and how they believe that the world is supposed to be or how they talk to people or how they form um attachments with people And so for me, I don't have boundaries and I work really hard on creating boundaries and creating healthy boundaries and being able to say, okay, you hurt me 
And if someone doesn't agree that they hurt me, being able to say, well, you know, that's how you feel. I think that I've grown a lot, but I think that recently I have ignored a lot of things. I've ignored a lot of triggers that normally are that normally bring it up more for me. And so now I'm making a podcast about it because it has to be talked about and it has to be discussed. And it's a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. And this is just like a basic kind of overview of some of the things that go on. Um, In the book that I've read, they talk about um, us being like caretakers to and detrimental sense we just don't know when to say no this is too much no I don't want to do this or I don't need you to like me or it's okay if you don't like me or I'm fine the way that I am and I think that for me personally I feel like it's harder because I'm already different and I'm already awkward and I'm already I feel fighting for my life sometimes Fighting to be understood, fighting to be appreciated. Hell, sometimes just fucking fighting. Um, I'm afraid to tell people how I feel. I'm afraid of what they will think about me. And if that means that if I tell them how I feel, will they not like me anymore? If I tell them how I feel, will they not want to talk to me anymore? Will they not want to be my friend anymore? If... Even when, like... I'm afraid to invite myself out to hang out with people. Because what if I hang out with them and they don't have a good time? And then it's all on me. And then it there we go. That's my self-worth. I can't just say, I'm a fucking blast. And maybe they just weren't the people to hang out with me. I say, oh my gosh, they don't like me. What's wrong with me? I must have done something wrong. I must have said something wrong. And I can't just accept that sometimes we aren't meant for everybody and sometimes some people just aren't gonna like you and I say that and I can logically understand that but emotionally it's very hard for me to understand um I remember I recorded the embrace my different podcast with Aaliyah and I remember she left and I and I dismissed the feeling and got over it really quickly but she left and we had disagreed on some things I was like oh she'll never want to hang out with me or want to be on my podcast and want to talk to me again because I didn't agree with her all the time and she probably didn't like that and the weird thing is that I don't really change who I am because of it I just don't talk to people because of it which is weird like I didn't change my opinions to appease her I just instantly got anxiety afterwards and thought that there was no way that she would want to be like me or anything, want to be my friend, period, because I disagree with her. So, like I said, there's a lot that goes into this, and there's a lot that people don't really understand about the struggle of codependency, and this is just kind of a super quick, super short going over it, um... 
I'm going to go over some commonly observable characteristics of codependencies. Intense and unstable interpersonal relationships. Inability to tolerate being alone, accompanied by frantic efforts to avoid being alone. Um, I like being alone, so I'm not going to agree with that one all the way. Chronic feelings of boredom and emptiness. I definitely feel empty all the time. Um, a lot. I feel like people don't understand me, and that just makes me feel empty inside. Um, Suborning one's need to those of a person with whom is involved. True. Overwhelming desire for acceptance and affection. God, if they're not speaking my fucking life right now. Whoo. That is the truth. Perfectionism. Yes. Over controlling. I am working on it, guys. I promise I'm working on my over controlling. It's not because I don't like you. It's just because I have issues. (laughs) Um, external referencing, dishonesty and denial. That actually is not something that I have. I am not dishonest or in denial. I am fucking open and honest about it. I don't know if that makes it better or worse, but yeah. Manipulation. I don't feel like I do it in a sense that like it's negative. I kind of do it. I, I personally don't feel like I do it, but then I realize that sometimes I do, but I'm not doing it in a way that I'm trying to control someone i do it in a way that i'm trying to control the way that someone will react to what i'm saying or what i'm doing or i'm afraid of how they'll react lack of trust i don't trust people i don't trust people with my feelings um and some of this like what you have to understand is a lot of codependency doesn't it stems from the type of relationships that you were in a lot of people say that it comes from if you were in an abusive relationship as you heard um a lot of back in the day that thought that it would be a cause of being in a relationship with an alcoholic or growing up with an alcoholic a lot of this comes and stems from being in consistently negative relationships and how that shapes you over time so my lack of trust comes from me trying to be open and honest and being in situations where that wasn't that open honesty or that trust wasn't met with the same and it was very negative and detrimental i've been through a lot in my life um more than some less than some but to me it's felt like a lot so um and then low self-worth and you notice that they don't say low self-esteem because i can think that i'm beautiful and i'm pretty but what do i think about my self-worth and that's you know very different um in a codependent relationship the codependent person's sense of purpose is based on making extreme sacrifices to satisfy their partner codependent relationships signify a degree of unhealthy clinginess oh if some of my ex-boyfriends could hear this now and needy behavior where one person does not have self-sufficiency or autonomy um the mood of and emotions of a codependent are often determined by how they think other individuals perceive them, especially loved ones. The perception is self-inflicted and often leads to clingy, needy behavior, which can hurt the health of a relationship, particularly problematic parents, <sighs> including people with personality disorders. Borderline personality disorder had a best friend that had that narcissistic personality disorder. She also had that, too. And I have people in my life that have it now. ADHD, obsessive compulsive, bipolar, substance use disorder, autism, personality disorder, traumatic brain injury, psychosis, and dementias. 
Um, so as you can see, a lot of it is depending on who you are and who you are around. And that is what happened to me in my life and how I'm trying to mend it now. So that is what's going on with me. That's a little bit more about my codependency and how I talk about it. And some of the struggles that I experienced, maybe I can share some more with you guys soon so that you can understand. Obviously, I am trying to make this a little lighter because it hurts to talk about this. And as you have read, I don't really do well with trusting people with me saying it hurts. So I make things lighter and jocular and I use um, sarcasm a lot. Um, But it is something that is very hard to deal with. It's... um, Kind of like alcoholism, I guess, in a sense. It's something that just never goes away. And sometimes you slip back into it or you have like that feeling, that strong desire. You hear alcoholics talk about, I need to get to a meeting. And that's kind of how I feel like I need to get to a meeting. They actually have um, CODA meetings for people who are codependents. I need to go to one of those. Um, but it's it's a battle. It's something that I, it's like changing the way that you think. And it's what I'm trying to do right now. And sometimes I'm really, really good at it. And sometimes I'm not. And it's a definite work in progress. So thank you all for listening. Um, If I have any codependents out there, uh, I hope that this did it justice. Um, And if you have anything to add, I would love comments, concerns, anything that you guys want to talk about. If any of you guys out there are battling with your own personality disorder or mental disorder, um depression bipolar narcissism borderline personality whatever it is and you guys want to talk about it the whole part of this show is to give a platform to people and our problems and our issues so i would love to hear from you um just you know there's always that link that you guys can leave a voice message you can always um tweet me at tifa tweets t-i-f-a-t-w-e-e-t-z Other than that, guys, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let everybody know that this is the most awesome podcast and that it's giving voices to people and things that people don't normally talk about. So other than that, I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening.